0: Quick Goal, the official goal of soccer, presents Quick Chat, a quick-hitting interview series with some of the top people from around the soccer world. We discover how coaches got to their position and advice they give to a younger self. Welcome to Quick Chat. Welcome, everyone. On the call today, we have Carla Aquista, head men's soccer coach at Fordham University. How are we doing, Carlo?
1: Great. Thank you for having me, Eric.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Carla and I met a number of years ago on a uh, U.S. soccer coaching course. I'm going to turn the uh, stage over to you to just kind of talk about your pathway and let us know how you got to where you are today. Go ahead. Sure.
1: For me, everyone's pathway is very different, I think. You know, it, it's, it's not a straight line uh, to get there. Um, it, mine's a little interesting because right after out of college, I always wanted to get involved in coaching, but I didn't know when and the, when the time and what happened. Um, as I graduated from St. John's University in 2001, January, the next step was, uh, my father, my brother, and myself opened up an Italian restaurant by St. John's, um, start working there, you know, plugging away, things like that. And then all of a sudden I kind of get a phone call out of the blue, uh, from my high school coach saying that St. Francis college in Brooklyn, they're looking for a young coach. Um, and they thought about me being a good candidate. So I applied for the position. Um, I interview, uh, you know, I I get the position at 23 years old. Um, A lot of the players already were between 20, 24. It was an older group when I got there. So, uh, you know, that was my first step in coaching. The best experience for me of learning on the go, the worst experience on the W side, you know, the, the record side. But you get humbled by that, right? You learn. From there, um because of St. John's, I gotta give a lot of credit to St. John's, you know, you know, we we were a pretty good team and we played a lot of uh, high high-level soccer, obviously, and we were fortunate enough to win the national championship. And a lot of our games that were played in the NCAA were played at Adelphi University. So why do I bring that up? You know, the athletic director, the former head coach there, people there knew our team pretty well because we played there, you know, a handful of times. Um Through that, I ended up wanting to go back to graduate school uh, for my sports management degree. And um, knowing the athletic director there, I get a phone call five years after my, you know, getting a job at St. Francis, a couple days before preseason, asking me if I would be interested in the position uh, sooner than later. Why is that? Because their head coach, Bob Montgomery, who you know, Eric, you know, went to the New York Red Bulls as their academy director on the Bruce Arena. So that opportunity of playing games there. And, and 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 being a you know a halfway decent player uh helped me with the university uh, because they knew who I was and they kind of followed my my career there. get to adelphi great years eleven years there eleven season great experience we transitioned from division one to division two we were an independent team in division one we did okay we were solid we were pretty good we get we turned over to division two and we were, we were very good. We were a top 10 program in the country in 2016, ended up as number five team in the country, lost in shootouts in the quarterfinals uh, to the uh, eventual, you know, finalist, um, uh, Charleston, West Virginia. We were, had some good success. Um, I felt that was it. I, I gave them everything, you know, I, being at a school like Adelphi. And um, a job opened up at the New York Red Bulls as a scout, as a first team and second team scout. Uh, I was always into uh, evaluating players, valuations of players. Uh, I'm a kind of a a geek with that. You know, I pay attention to that. I think that's very important in the college game as well is how you you personally evaluate a player. So I went to uh, the college ranks, I mean, sorry, the pro ranks and enjoyed myself. You know, we had a great time, spent the year there. Didn't think about leaving until a couple pretty good college jobs opened up and you get phone calls from the athletic directors, you know, asking if I'd be interested in coming back. So one of the reasons why, you know, my pathway brought me back to college was the scouting part was cool, but the relationships with players for me was more important, you know, and as a scout, you don't have relationships. You're the person who is looking to uh, bring another player in to replace you, you know, kind of, kind of, that's how I looked at it. And then, uh, you know, had a couple conversations with uh, uh, Rutgers University and then um, Fordham came calling, which was interesting. We just drafted two of their players who I watched, you know, considerably for our USL team Um, and then, you know, got myself back into college. And and honestly, my pathway is a little bit different from others, but that's the pathway from St. Francis to Adelphi to New York Red Bulls uh, to Fordham.
0: Right. Um, you, you had mentioned when you were talking about St. Francis, your, your best coaching experience there. Overall, overall, would you rate that your best coaching experience,
1: or is there another one? You know, for me, I learned so much with my experiences. St. Francis is a New York school. It's it's a melting pot. Okay, right. I was very comfortable there recruiting. Um, as a young as a young person trying to navigate my way, um, sometimes your best experiences are not your winning and losing. Right? It's more of learning. So that's why I really am um, indebted to them to hire me at a young age and taking a chance on me, because those five years really shaped who I am and how I I, I started doing things for the next eleven years.
0: Okay. On the flip side, in all of your years, worst worst coaching experience
1: the transition from division one to division two was very difficult i was still a young inexperienced i would say manager right because you got to manage people and expectations and and, and 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 on the learning side that was very difficult for me um, to make the transition because do i spend money on a, on a recruiting class where um I gotta tell them we're going Division Two, right? Or do I wait, save the money until we make the transition with a decent team and then build from there? I didn't know what we were getting ourselves into at that moment, you know. Right. So That was a very difficult year, uh, and we didn't do a We did a very poor job on the record, three and thirteen. My final year in Division One with Adelphi, but in the long term, it helped us propel us into a, a, an elite category in Division in Division Two.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Along the way, um, is there one one player in particular that is that guy for you?
1: Yeah, one player in particular is a gentleman. Uh, his name is Issa Tall. Issa Tall came from France. How how he ended up at Adelphi is very interesting. Um, an alum from Adelphi named Chris Ewing, who lives in Paris, France, Scottish, Scottish fellow. Mm-hmm. He um we got back in contact when I got the job at Adelphi and he said he just started this kind of this club recruiting service type, you know, I guess he was trying to navigate his way, you know, yeah, yeah. the young man name was Issa tall. Issa tall probably the highest level of talent we had could have played to me anywhere in the ACC. And I've had ACC coaches talk to me about him when he was with us. Mm-hmm. He was a striker forward. We'll say more of a forward. Um, His movements were very good. Uh, He came from, uh, if I remember correctly, um, maybe Bordeaux. I think it was Bordeaux in France. And um, he made the soccer America all-freshman team out of Delphi. Uh, Top top 11 player in the country at that time. Scored a lot of goals. Helped us really shape our uh, three years that he was there. Helped us shape the, the group. And we won a lot of games with him. So Issa Tall now... After that, he got internship in MLS. He didn't want to go pro. I mean, I've had sporting directors that you know very well calling me and asking me more about him and maybe getting him on his GA deal back then. You know, right. he didn't want to go pro. He went down that path. He ended up actually going to the league office, working under Alfonso Mondello okay. in the competition department. After that, he moved in with Tim Bizbachenko to TFC as like a, a young scout and kind of his chief of you know staff guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, kind of took off, and he moved to FIFA and lives in Switzerland. Oh wow! So he, he's a go-getter. He did a great job. He was excellent. He was an excellent player. Do you stay in touch with him? Uh, very little. You know, it's you know, it's not easy to stay in touch with a lot of people. It's easier for them to stay in touch with me, right? You know, it's one right. coach and right. recruit coach hundreds of people. Right. You, you talked
0: about your your, your stops: St. Francis, Adelphi, Fordham. How do you, how did you go about the um, the licensing part of the, the coaching um, piece of it? How did you go about that?
1: Um, I just wasn't, you know, a lot of people are very um, stubborn about their coaching licenses. What do I need that for? What do I, what do I need that for? I was different. I was more like, I want to learn. I want to do more. I asked questions. I asked people around me that I, that I, that I, I played for, you know, mm-hmm. Which direction should I go? And and I thought the USSF path was the best way for me. You know, um, I think a little bit more uh, discipline how they do things, a little bit more of how they want things done. But I I like that aspect of it right. on the organizational side, and 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 learning more about um, how to run a session, how to prepare for a session, uh, terminology, why you know the whys and stuff like that. So for me. Uh, I thought the u s soccer pathway was the best way and and, and I stuck with it and, you know started with the C the B and then the A with U um, and then from there i, I got involved in uh, coaching education a little bit right. i, you know, I do 't do it as much as others per se, but two, three times a year, I do some coaching education, grassroots and d license for u s soccer here in new york um, sure. and and it's, uh, it's, it's come a long, you know for me it 's come a long way i I've, I think my next path will be. To, to try to get involved in the senior course at some point.
0: Excellent. During your tenure as a coach, is there any anything you've stumbled upon, anything, uh, any kind of um, tools that you use in, in your everyday sessions, things that you've seen, things that you have, uh, you make use of, anything like that that you could talk about?
1: Yeah. Well, look, I've always been a loyalist with quick goal. Obviously my relationships are important to me, you know, and, uh, and one of the, one of the parts that I, I it's not a new, it's nothing new, but I love your small goals, right? Not the part, and I'm not talking about the pole goals, the small goals that we can move around as much as possible because, um, at the time when you do a lot of counter goal stuff, you're always using these big goals and then you kind of creating small goals in it, you know, it, it, whichever way. But for me that your, your small sided goals uh, for me have been fantastic. We have a bunch of them at school that we use quite a bit.
0: Right. And just kind of uh, putting a bow on this, if you were to give the younger, younger Carlo Aquista some advice, what advice
1: would that be? Um, if I give myself any advice would be one area where I, I wish I did a better job internally. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm I'm pretty good with people. I care about people connecting with people. Uh, give yourself some more patience as a coach. You know, um, you don't have to win right away. You know, yeah. you, you need to learn and grow. Once you learn and grow, and you're comfortable in your own skin to make decisions, you're going to be successful, and you're going to be here a long time. Another part is and I'm a little more old school, right? Eric is, um, you might not make money right away. You got to stick with it. You know, it's not easy. You got to be driven. You got to be humble. You got to do a couple different things, but all those experiences will help you and shape you into a, hopefully the next step or a prominent position in the game.
0: Right. Well, awesome. Carlo. Thanks. Quick chat with you. It's been great to catch up. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Good luck. Uh, with whatever the season or the spring season offers it for, it, who knows, but uh, we'll keep our eyes
1: on you and uh, all the best. Thanks so much. Thank you again for having me. Appreciate it, Eric. Talk Appreciate to- it,
0: Carlo. All the best, buddy. Take okay. care.